You're listening to YYFM. This content has been provided by Keep Cardiff Live. For more music news and interviews, visit keepcardifflive.com. So John Martin is somebody I I, re, I really look up up to. I, I can't believe he was your paper boy. That's uh, yes, that's incredible. And <laughs> when did you know? I mean, when did you start realizing that John Martin was uh, you know quite a kind of an accomplished musician? Um, actually, not till we both moved to London and. Um, uh, you know, just listening to play to him play guitar and thinking, my God, he's good, and um, and he was so different. You know, he had this. Uh, they got the vocals got slurrier as time went on, but relaxed way of singing, which I really never heard outside. I don't know jazz or something. Um, so he was an extremely interesting performer. He was also, believe it or not, the most beautiful looking human being. I mean, the drink paid to that but he was he was like a jeffrey bonnard okay so was a fantastic looking beautiful guy yeah. but john was very beautiful and um supernaturally confident i i i just i i don't think i've ever met anybody as confident as john was um uh, about his uh, you know what he could do and what he couldn't do and uh, he was you know he was a, a, an amazing guy amazing I, I watched a documentary about him just recently, which I'm sure you've probably seen. But, I did. Uh, it, you know, I mean, you're right. I mean, you know, uh, I'm 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 a kind of straight male, but he was one handsome guy. You know, he was just oh, a, yeah. beautiful, really. You know, he was so beautiful. He was just beautiful and um, and very complicated from the get go because I think you know, I mean, uh, uh, I, again, my memory's gone, but he's. He was brought up by his grandma, wasn't he? Okay, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and always kind of felt abandoned by his mother. Yeah, they so had very tumultuous relationships with women, but uh, he and I were just always friends. Oh, that's and, nice. Uh, that's why we managed to last for forty years or something. Yeah, I, I I didn't have a clue about that. That's really that's really really interesting. I think. Oh, good. I'm done. Yeah. Was he was playing in? Was he? Am I right in thinking he was playing in? Um, what was it called now? Had a French name. Uh, like like Les, they used to yeah, call it Les Cousins, didn't they? Yeah, Les Cousins. I, I um yes, he played there all the time. Uh, everybody did the string band and and Paul Simon and uh, you know uh, Sandy. Everybody played there. Did did you did you perform there in your early days? I I did, but not very much. I mean, I was I was still kind of waitressing at the troubadour and uh, occasionally i'd pop up and sing a, a trad song at the troubadour uh, yeah i was more folky than they were i think i was more folkly inclined uh, uh, but i loved going to cousins and andy who ran it you know used to give us free meals and everything and uh, he was he was such a great guy i don't know how he made a penny no no we're not we're not here to talk about john martin i love john martin so i'm kind of really interested in what you're saying is um I mean, he, he kind of jumps between different genres, doesn't he? But everything I've heard from you is very much in that kind of folk, you know, folk folk kind of uh, world, really. Horribly limited. I'm afraid so. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, it's just it's just my interest. I mean, I love pop music and uh, and I love, I mean, no traditional folky would call me a traditional folky because, you know, if you, you know, they... You know, not like the Watersons or the Carthys, who are, you know, real, real. Uh, but 
but yeah, that was always my um, that was always my delight, and you know, I loved things like the bagpipes and stuff. People would go, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> nightmare." Yeah, that's the Scot the, the part Scott in you, I suppose. I'm afraid so. Yeah. And of course, John Martin, you know, having that Scottish background, because when you heard him speak, like with you, really, you know, I mean, he 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 was born in was he born in Glasgow? I think. Yeah, yeah. he was. Well, it was funny, you know, when, when um, I was born in London and, and lived in London, um, but only till I was like five or something. But when we both came to London in uh, the early 60s, I guess, uh, I, I got a job, uh, I don't know, as a waitress or something, and mm. found that nobody could understand what I was saying. Ah. They just couldn't understand anything I was saying. Um, uh, and, and I got more and more anglicised, although... My father always had a London accent and, uh, you know, I spoke more with an English accent at home than I did at school. But John just changed his accent completely. Yes. But he'd go back and forth, you know. It, we were both very schizophrenic like that. And if you're a musician, you know, um, you know, if I go to Belgium, I pick up the accent. It's just, you, you know, you're just, your ear gravitates towards what you're listening to the whole time. But in, in those days, people were supposed to speak RP. You know? Yes, and uh, and if you didn't speak RP, then you know it was a bit hopeless. So uh, so that was that was the story there. Well, I mean, you've got a very neutral, well-spoken voice. To me, do I? Yeah, I'm I'm you from too. I'm from Wales, yeah. you know. So you, you sound beautifully spoken you to sound, me. You don't sound remotely Welsh. <laughs> well, I'm kind of born and bred, but there we are. Oh, I love it! I love it. Yeah, it's a nice part of the world. You, but you're living in California these days, which, which is arguably a nicer part of the world. <laughs> well, I'm actually stuck in California. I got stuck at the beginning of this pandemic. And um, because they said, you know, perhaps old people shouldn't travel. I've been here for six months, but I'm going home on Saturday. I mean, basically, they're chucking me out. You can only stay six oh, months. Right. So, but, I, you know, I'll come back. We're sort of, we sort of share our time. My husband's from here. Uh, we we kind of divide our time between there and and here. You know, we spend winters here, which is which is uh, lucky. It is nice. It's a very nice place. Yeah, my my, my family went to um, you know California is a huge place, but um, my 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 family have um, my my brother in law's wife lives is from San Diego. San Diego. Oh, I like San Diego. They all they all went, but I I stayed at home with my other daughter. But so I kind of kind of jealous now. But there you go. Yes, you'll have to come out one day. Out. Yeah, it's yeah, a place I'd like yeah. to go to. Um, yeah. This this almost ties into California. But funny enough, there's a place in California called Cardiff, isn't there? Cardiff on Sea. Yeah, That's very nice. Talking about like California and the sea, I suppose. Uh, what what was this thing with folk music, which there seems to be like an obsession with the sea, with kind of nautical affairs, you know? Yeah. Um... You know something else, a, a, a very good question for which I have no answer. I have to I have to kind of stop myself writing about the sea because otherwise I would do it the whole time. I know nothing about the sea. I know nothing about sailors and topsails and, and, and all that sort of stuff. But somehow I'm very drawn to it. Part of it, I think, is because we are an island nation. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I found out, you know, on those you do your ancestor things that my father was part um, a traveler in Gypsy. Okay. And uh, so so I have that in me too. I like to, I do like to not stay in one place for too long a time. Yeah, maybe it's the traveling thing then, I suppose. Yeah, maybe that's what yeah, it is. It, it, 
it might be. And mm. plus, you know, I, I listened to those songs when I was very young, when I was forming, you know, uh, opinions about music. And there's just a lot of, uh, about that. And it's, um, you know, there aren't that many whiny love songs. There are more, you know, I killed my sister yeah. uh, and uh, she was expecting my baby and what are you going to do? You know, so I, I was kind of drawn to that black, uh, dark um, side of folk music. Yeah, I can see the appeal. Are they, have, you, have, you, have you ever um, uh, been to a Kate Resby concert or heard much Kate Resby? Oh, of course. I yeah. love her. Yeah, so do I. I mean, she... She makes fun of that seafaring stuff, doesn't she? Um, she does a bit. I actually, I've got to say, I haven't seen her live for quite a long time. Hmm. But but um, she does make fun of the seafaring stuff. Um, but I mean, she sings it almost better than anyone else. So. <laughs> yeah, I, l- I love her voice. I love her voice too. I mean, she's kind of, I suppose, um, modern day where folk is these days. Is she sort of the epitome of that? Do you think? Yes, I, I think I think so. I think so. You know, there's um, uh, there's lots of there's young people like Will Pound who I love. Mm. Um, uh, you know, he plays accordion and uh, and and harmonica and stuff. And there's another guy, something something Cohen. Do you know who I'm talking about? Some somebody Braithwaite Cohen. No, I he's don't great. actually. Oh, he's great. He's a young uh, guy, uh, and. Um, yeah, he's great, but really, to be honest, I don't, I don't keep up with everything. So yeah, uh. well, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not a big folk aficionado, but I will certainly check those people out uh, that you mentioned. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what's your What's your favorite? Um, well, I mean, I, so, I mean, I, I love. I mean, if I had to name one person and never listen to anyone else again, it would be Nick Drake. You know, I mean, whether that's folk or well, not, I don't that's know. Pretty. Folky. It's pretty folky, yeah, pretty folky. Yeah, no, he's the best. Yeah, I mean, I just love his stuff. Um, yeah. John Martin, who I mentioned as well. I, you know, there's, there's a bit of folk in me, but I, I don't see myself as fully in the kind of, you know, the kind of folk tradition, but there's nothing wrong if, if I was. Fairport Convention, of course, were huge, but you weren't actually ever part of that um, uh, lineup, I don't I think. think. Were you? I wasn't. I was just kind no. of on the periphery, and I was singing in folk clubs, and... Uh, and of course, you know, when I met Richard and we started going out, he'd come along to the folk clubs and go, oh, I like the idea of doing this. And I'd say, well, but you play in a band, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, I really like the idea of just doing this and seeing the whites of the their eyes and, and, and singing folk music. And, 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 you know, I knew a lot more about that music than he did at the time yeah. because, you know, he had just gotten turned onto it. So, yeah, I was, you know, just, um, you know, his girlfriend. Really, but you you got him into folk essentially then. Well, <laughs> let's say that yes. A probably. different version of folk. Yeah, I love that. I must go with that. I like. I agree. Linda, John Peel, and the kind of radio and and the influence of radio and John Peel, I suppose, on bringing new artists through. Was that something you had a, a, a connection with? Yeah, definitely. He loved us, and he was very kind. You know, in playing our stuff and blah blah blah. Um, yes, I mean he was a great champion for uh, for you know for people like us, John Martin, Nick Drake, and you know the string band, and uh, you know he was uh, he had great taste. <laughs> she said modestly. Did you did you get to know him at all? Yeah, yeah, I liked him. I liked him. He was nice. He was he was a great guy. Yeah, I liked him. Because earlier on t- uh, tonight, I was digging around um, before the storm hit. Here, it was only a temporary storm, but. 
took all the power out and everything else is back on now, of course. And I came across A Heart Needs a Home, your performance, of course, with Richard on the whistle test with, uh, you know, Bob Harris. Ah. I just wonder uh, what yeah. your memories of that are. Uh, yeah, I love Bob Harris. I still see him. He's a nice guy. Um, I don't remember much about it. I mean, those those songs that Richard and I did, I like them very much. You know, they were fun. We'd, we'd just show up and, and I would stand there with my eyes closed singing. So I don't I don't remember much about it, except, I'm, you know, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad it's there. I mean, when you think about Whistle Test, uh, I was a massive Whistle Test fan at the time. But, I, I, I you know, I think the, the perception on the TV to actually be in there, I think it was way more, way less glamorous being there than you might imagine. Well, television and, and performing in general is much less glamorous than, than people uh, think it is. You know, it's not to moan about it because it's fantastic. But, you know, if people say to me, you know, go up there and have a good time, I, I'd say, you go up there and have a good time. I'm going to work. You know, it, it's just, <laughs> I laugh when I read in reviews that, you know, they, they say, oh, and Sam so said, he, he was just having the best time. Well, he probably wasn't. You know, he's probably working very hard and concentrating, and you know, maybe having a good time too. But it, you know, it, it's it's not that glamorous. That said, I haven't done much TV, so what the hell do I know? Yeah, I just, I mean, I uh, I wonder. Um, I suppose Jules Holland these days is, a, I suppose, a latter day kind of version of Whistle Test. But I think, yeah. I, you know, maybe. I... Yeah, I did. I did the Jules Holland show. I remember, and I love Jules, and 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 he's a friend. He's a very nice guy. But um, I don't watch it anymore. I mean, I'm, I don't know why. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm just kind of over it. I'm over a lot of things, you know, the old, uh, the old age syndrome. Do you listen to any kind of uh, current music stuff at all at the moment? Is there anything you particularly mentioned? A couple. I mean, do you watch kind of music programs at all? Or uh, you know, very rarely. It's, um, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's just one of these things. It's still, although I don't. Um, I don't um, uh, sing anymore, or you know, I've sung very little in the past. Um, it's still a busman's holiday for me. And if I listen to music, it tends to be work. You know, people will send me things saying, you know, I don't know, listen to this, or do you want to produce this, or do you want to do that? And um, uh, so I don't listen to much. At the moment, I'm listening to a girl called Lisa O'Neill, who I think would be a very acquired taste, but I love her. She's Irish and... and um, she sounds like a very, very old person. She's not. Uh, and I, I kind of like her music. But I'm not listening. I'm listening to Teddy's new record, which I love. Yeah. Uh, um, Heartbreaker, which is, uh, uh, I, I think, his best yet. And I love that. And what else? I listen to Richard's girlfriend's new record, which is very nice. Mm. And, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I tend to listen to Radio 4 and stuff, you know, or ER. NPR when I'm here. I don't listen to a lot of music. It's, I go to live concerts. My husband and I went to see, uh, before the pandemic, Winona um, Judd, we went to see Raikuda, and we went to see Rufus. Oh, wow. Um, so I go to I go to live concerts, but I'm not, and I'm not interested in Zoom concerts or anything. You know? No. I'm back in Zoom right out of my life. Yeah. I'm sorry, I did ask to connect on Zoom. I do apologise for that. Oh, no, don't worry. Don't, no, 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 no. I don't mind that. I just don't want to, do, I just don't want to listen to music that way. Well, actually, the funny thing with that is that really, uh, as far as I know, uh, well, I, I'm not aware. I'm a musician kind of myself, but I haven't found a way of playing with other musicians with, with zero latency. 
it seems to be is quite contrived a lot of the zooms that it's as live you know which is which is a shame really because live's where it's yeah. at isn't it i know i agree i agree let's hope Let's hope it's going to come back. Hope so. Now, some of the things I've read about you, and I'm, on, I'm, we're talking to each other t- tonight, and I can't, I can't see you, um, but I mean, I, I've seen recent pictures of you. But I read, I read about Linda Thompson's kind of sense of melancholy, colly, and kind of darkness and this kind of stuff. But speaking to you without actually meeting you, I get a a, a, a wry sense of humour coming across to me. So I guess a lot of it is um, is tongue in cheek. Yeah, a lot of it is tongue in cheek, and um, you know, I'm just—I don't know—I'm—I'm I'm kind of it's ridiculous, but I'm kind of a happy-go-lucky person. But I've obviously, you know, got this, got this other thing, and and when I write or when I sing, mm. that the, the 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 melancholic stuff is the stuff that appeals to me, and to be frank, appeals to you know most people uh except these days i think dance music is more on the you know you know stuff like that is more on the uh on people's radar but um i i like a good sad ballad i've got to say. well i mean for me pink pink moon is probably my it's my favorite album ever when some people say they can't listen to it because yeah. it's unbearably sad but i just find it uplifting in a weird way yeah i mean i don't get that at all people say to me leonard cohen he's so sad and how can great art be sad? I just, I don't even understand it at all. In fact, I was there for a lot of the recording of Pink Moon. He wouldn't let people in, but I used to sneak up to Sound Techniques because I was friendly with Nick and friendly with, oh. with John Wood, who produced it. And, yeah. and I, I was there for quite a few of those uh, recordings. And, you know, you'd shrivel in your seat in the control room. It was just, oh, my God. Although I have to say I didn't. I didn't realize the impact of Nick then. I just didn't. I mean, years later, when I heard it again, I thought, this is the most amazing stuff ever. And it sounds as if it was made today. Yeah. It's so timeless. It's ridiculous. But I didn't really get it so much then. He was brilliant, but everybody I knew was brilliant. It was crazy. You know, Sam, Richard, John. But, you know, he was something else. You get the sense with Nick Drake that he was... um a uh, bit of a tortured soul in terms of, I suppose, apart from anything else, in being undiscovered and trying to get his work out there. Is that how you remember him or, or not? Yeah, it is how I remember him, but he was also mentally ill. You know, we didn't know much about mental illness in those days and nobody talked about it. And he was sick, you know. He was not well. And and we just didn't, you know, his his friends didn't take any notice of it. We just thought, ah, it's just Nick, you know. So it's uh, it, it, it must have been very, very hard and painful for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all very sad, you know, but his, geni- his genius can't, can't be taken away from him. That's for sure. No, it really can't. I, it really I, can't. I'm really glad you mentioned Leonard Cohen. The reason, yeah. the reason being that it's my wife's birthday next week. And um, I wonder what you think as a songwriter, whether this is really a, a strange idea. But I, I woke up today and I was thinking of, I had the tune um, uh, So Long Marianne in, in, my, in my head. And yeah, fantastic. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. And I've been recording these so-called headless sessions on my Facebook page where it's not about me. It's about the song. So you don't see me at all. But I thought, what a beautiful song. So I dedicated it to my wife. And then to give it some context, I explained that my thinking with that is twofold, really. Firstly, the frailty of life and how you sometimes don't say things to people you really wish you had. And also 
as an example with Leonard, where he was able to say those beautiful things in song about Marianne. So does does that kind of make sense? It makes absolutely perfect sense, and um, I, I I think it's a that's a brilliant idea what you're doing, and uh, um, I you know I wish I was your wife because that would be a lovely that would be a lovely thing to be dedicated uh, to anyone, you know. So yeah, it, it, you know it, it does make sense. Um, uh, Leonard was, um, you know, again, he was quite a twinkly person, you know. Yeah, he was, yeah. He re, you know, he was, um, I, you know, I never saw him all crying and frowning. He was always no. laughing and eating, you know. So, uh, it, you know, it's, it's like the old um, uh, comedian uh, 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 dilemma or syndrome, you know, where they're the funniest people on earth. They're always the biggest miseries on God's earth. Yes. Uh, because there is that, there is that dichotomy of the opposites in people, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, the people that are the happiest are also the saddest. And, you know, people who are the most uh, medium, uh, you know, you know, we all, we all know you switch on the telly and people go, I can't believe he killed, killed 23 people. He was such a nice guy. Yes. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm really glad about that. I'll tell, I'll tell my wife that Linda Thompson said it was a good idea. So oh, I, I wish her happy birthday. I will do. Yeah, thank you. Um, I was thinking about kind of um, role models for you, kind of female in particular in music. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I don't know, Sandy Denny, maybe Maddie Pryor, these kind of people. Yeah, I mean, I think Sandy. I love Maddie, but you know, Maddie was uh, came. I think she came just. Maybe around the same, no, a little later than Sandy, actually, because she's younger than Sandy. Um, and I love Maddie, but of course, Sandy is my lodestar because, again, at that age, I didn't realize. I knew that she had the best voice I've ever heard, but I didn't realize how brilliant maybe the songs were and just what everything she was doing. Um, uh, and she, uh, yeah, she was a big, big influence on me. So the song that springs to mind for me there is, am I right in saying, Who Knows Where the Time Goes? Yes, absolutely. It's a, I don't think it's her best song, but it's a wonderful song. And she mm. wrote it at 19 or something. Wow. And uh, she really was, you know, something, again, a very tortured and complex individual. It's a, it's a kind uh, of beautiful, um, kind of profound emotional depth of that song, I think. Yes. <clears throat> Absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Just really grabbed me. Looking through your work here, Linda, I was—I I didn't know much. I didn't know anything about this, to be honest. This, this part of it, uh, when you got the, the bunch and the rock and roll stuff, and the kind of nod towards the Everly Brothers, you know, it's quite a, an interesting change of direction. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the Everly country music original, you know, the old country music came from the British Isles. You know, that's that's where it came from. Uh, people went to Appalachia. They they changed it. It was bluegrass. They made it faster and higher. And people like the Everly Brothers were folk singers. That's their, their family singers, you know. Um, and I grew up on the Everly Brothers and Hank Williams. And my parents loved country music. Uh, and I grew up on the best of, of country music. I, I can't listen to it now. I can't listen to Lady Antebellum or whatever they call themselves now. I, I don't like new country, but I think uh, traditional country music is, you know, just the best thing ever. That's interesting. Again, I didn't uh, know about that, uh, the British connection, the earlier connection with country. Where did country become folk? What's, 
What's, is there a kind of a middle ground somewhere, you know, in that? I don't know. Well, you know, uh, I don't think, I, I think, uh, you know, country and folk were different. But when peace settlers went to America, they took the folk music with them mm. and, uh, you know, murder ballads and everything. And America came up with actually better murder ballads. American murder ballads are the best there are. Uh, they changed everything slightly and it became a bit more country than folk and so that was the but remember all those all those people who lived in the Appalachian Mountains you know a lot of them came from Scotland and Ireland and Wales mm. you know they took the music with them okay uh, yeah that's interesting so there's a, a Celtic connection in there some of which is obviously something absolutely absolutely yeah. Which, which I should be proud of, shouldn't I, being Welsh? Absolutely, you have to be. Um, you as a writer, okay? So, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know, just a really stupid question. How, how many songs do you think you've written? Do you know I haven't got a clue? I don't know. I'm not prolific, so I I don't know. Not very many, really. 50, 60. Okay. And, and of those songs, how many of them were kind of published and, and released? Were all of them? I think most of them. I think most yeah. of them, yeah. And I've done, you know, co-writes with people and mm. and stuff. But yeah, I think most of them, uh, yeah. Because I mean, that's a pretty good strike rate to me. Because I write songs, and you know, none, none of mine have been well known. So you've you've beat me there, sixty nil. So well done. <laughs> well, there's still time. You're still young. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe in, in in my imagination, I am anyway. Um, <laughs> What was your role with I Want to See the Bright Lights? Did you co-write that or write that, Linda? No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Richard wrote that. Um, you know, always when, you know, when he when I had something of his to record, sometimes I'd change bits and everything. He was mm. great like that. It wasn't precious, you know. So if I sang a different line or whatever, uh, he was good like that. But, but no, we didn't write much together, actually. Um, you know, listen, he's Richard Thompson. He writes such great songs on his own he mm. doesn't really need anybody but but he does need somebody to do those lovely harmonies uh, oh yeah i mean we did i i did a lot of harmonies and a lot of lead vocals you know and i'm yeah i'm glad that he didn't sing much in those days so i'm i'm glad i got to sing those songs funnily enough for you um i i, I quite like richard thompson and i like uh, a lot of his songs but my wife can't stand his voice no, he, he's, he's in a quiet taste and, um, uh, you know, he's not, um, he doesn't have a great voice at all. What he is, he's, um, he's a great singer. I mean, he can, he phrases well, but the actual timbre isn't, isn't, isn't great. And I, I do, I understand your wife's uh, diffidence. Uh, yes. But, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people love, love yeah, his yeah. voice, you know, yeah. sort of. Uh, love hate thing. Funnily enough, Kate Busby is real marmite too. I know people that oh, say yeah. I, I can't stand the sound of of her voice, and I go, "What are you talking about?" Mm. And people think people can't listen to Bob Dylan. They think he's his what? Yeah. I love his yeah. I love his. So it's it's just it's very personal. But I would say Richard doesn't have a beautiful voice, but that's neither here nor there. Talking about Dylan, you're. I think you are a bit of a Dylan fan. Are uh, you? Yeah. Yes. Tell me about Bob Dylan then. What what's, what does what what makes Bob Dylan so great for you? Um, well, he's just the greatest. You know, he just um, if I could have written Bob Dylan's worst song, I would die happy. <laughs> uh, 
He's a genius songwriter. Uh, you know, he's a sage. He's a bard. He's a Nobel Prize winner. Mm. He's a. You know, you just don't get many Bob Dylans to the pound. No, I mean, I don't know. From my humble viewpoint, for me, he's the greatest lyricist who's ever lived. No question. No question. Glad to hear you say that. No, he's, he's, he's amazing. I wanted to ask you about a couple of things. And um, I'm just, because I'm doing this a slightly different way, I'm realising that my, my, my machine here might die quite quickly. Just to say, amongst the people who you had friendships and connections with, you know, Linda Ronstadt, Emmylou Harris, Dolly Parton, these kind of major female role models, uh, did yeah. you want to say anything about um, any of those in particular? Dolly Parton, along with Sandy, is, uh, you know, probably my favorite female singer of all time and she's you know she's see she's such a double threat she's a brilliant songwriter and uh, a great great singer yeah uh, um so i i mean i love her she's she's superlative and again she's a traditional singer that's where she started you know she's uh, uh comes from you know the, the appalachians wherever she comes from yeah. uh, you know in her Hot with her coat of many colours. I mean, she's the real McCoy. Yes, I love her to death. Are you, are you um, kind of close friends with her? Do you keep in touch with these these days? Um, I, I, I haven't seen her for a while. I saw her at a concert a few years ago and went to say hello. I just went up to San Francisco to see Linda Ronstadt and have a little visit with her. Yeah. Um, I see Emmy Lou when I can. She's she's always on the road, but I mean, obviously not at the moment. But she's just always on the road. She's a warrior. Emmylou, you know. I've got one song in my head, which is not going to come back to me now, but I absolutely love it. And maybe I'll, 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 when I remember, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a message it's, about it. <laughs> is it Boulder to Birmingham? No, it's not that one. No, it's um, not such a well-known. It's almost in my head now. Well, as soon as I remember it, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll mention it. Um, there's two families for me that I wanted to talk talk about towards, towards the end of this. One, of course, is, you know, um, the Thompsons. And the other yeah. one, to some extent, are the Wainwrights. Yes, yes, yes. We, we, we're in a big battle. <laughs> we're in a big battle. We're trying to see who wins. Um, <laughs> but um, we are tremendously good friends. I mean, those people are ridiculous. I mean, that, that's some talent. They're just, they're crazy. Uh, crazy, crazy good, I should say. And, mm. and it's nice, you know, we have these kind of musical... Um, trees you know family trees yes um i get together with rufus a lot because he lives in la you know and obviously i haven't seen him for a while but uh because of this but uh yeah he's fantastic in fact teddy and i just wrote a song that rufus is recording for us brilliant you know we all keep it we keep it in the family martha is probably my favorite in the whole family because she is just the most phenomenal singer just for excitement value my yeah. my macbook is now down to four percent so it could could yeah, finish well, at any time. I mean, it might be quite exciting if it claps completely, you know. Um, but I, I was <laughs> talking about family, obviously, um, you know, there was uh, the song family, that beautiful song, yeah. uh, you know, from uh, Teddy, Teddy sang. You know, I, I mean, maybe maybe on that note, that's so touching for anyone who, who has a family, I think, really. But I wonder about, you know, you and the future for the kind of the Thompson family in terms of writing and would, would you would you consider doing some more stuff in the studio with Teddy and Cammy in the future? Um, well, I'm 
I'm doing it at the moment. I'm not singing. I've I've written a lot of stuff and co-written a lot of stuff, so I'm having other artists record them, and we're doing that right now. And it's it's quite good. I mean, I I'll keep I'll keep some secrets, you know, until it comes out. But yes, you know, I'm I'm keeping I'm keeping uh, fairly busy. As busy I want to, I'm I'm uh, uh, congenitally lazy. I don't like to do too much. Uh, so, I admire uh, that. Uh, yeah, good, 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 good. <laughs> you have kids? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I've got two daughters. Yeah. Oh, love, lovely, lovely. Well, anything else before we go? Before yeah, well, it, there's one chap who I haven't mentioned. So how, how about Steve? Is, is it Kenneth? Is how how you pronounce it? Steve Kenneth? Yeah. Well, Steve is, you know, he's a legend in show business. He's a legend in his line, which is he's a Hollywood agent. And... Um, uh, he is he's just the, he's the backbone for everything i do mm. you know i um he's just um i you know words fail me and we've been locked down together for three months i i thought for sure we, you know one of us would end up dead but we've actually got on very well oh well done <laughs> and um no he's an amazing man because mm. he knows this business inside out but he's on the other side of the fence so um he is great at everything I'm crap at. Right. And, and, you know, everything, you know, he'll go, how come you can't understand a simple contract? I go, I don't know, but I can't. Um, so, you know, he's fabulous at that, and I'm, I'm good at things that he's not good at. So I would, I would say we're a very, very good couple. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad we managed to get Steve in there before my Mac would, uh, yeah, I'm would glad, collapse. thank you. But just to say, before I go, my situation is, like you asked about my kids, I've got a 25-year-old who I have not seen very much because she's been in a a flat and it's too far away from me. But I've seen her a couple of times. And then my 16-year-old, who's got a wonderful singing voice, by the way. Yeah, she's she's amazing. So she wants wants to get into uh, singing and acting. But my wife has been out every day working because she's a, a community psychiatric nurse. So she's, you know, so... It's been it's been a different different oh. journey for all families, really, hasn't it? It has, and uh, not only wish your wife a happy birthday, but would you tell her thank you from me for being an essential and fabulous worker? Oh, uh, that's more important than, than than music, and it's more important than anything is yeah. is kindness and 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 that kind of person going about their business without moaning, you know? Yeah, no, she's been very brave. Oh, how brave! So well, brave, Linda. I'm glad you you both uh, well and your and your family uh, are well. And uh, thank you so much for your time. And I'm really sorry it was a bit of a nightmare, really, but it was a, it was just a real delight to talk to you. Thank you very much. It was such a delight to talk to you. And I should plug my record, but I don't have a record yet. So well, when you do, plug, plug it. Buy everything else, folks. Buy the back catalogue. Okay, I love talking to you. Bye. Thanks a lot, Linda. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Deal Cambrando in YYFM. Am fwy o gynnwys fel hyn i ddiluniad lein ac i arael ni wybod beth hoffech chi glywed nesaf, ewch chi it's yyfm.com. Thanks for listening to YYFM. For more content like this, to follow us online and to tell us what you want to hear more of, visit itsyyfm.com.